Hello, my name is Evan Jacobs and welcome to the Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir Aftermath podcast. These interviews are part of an ongoing series chronicling the hardcore punk music scene in Orange County, California and sometimes elsewhere. They are an addendum to the film Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir. This is a documentary I made that chronicles the 1990s hardcore punk scene. You can stream Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir on Vimeo. For $2 a month, you can watch every Anadimia film by subscribing to Anadimia Films Unlimited on Vimeo. Links for all this stuff are in each episode description. To support this podcast, please like, rate, and review it. Also, please subscribe to Anadimia Films TV on YouTube, where you can view all of these podcasts in their original video form. Okay, now I'm gonna. Now I think I'm gonna hit you with kind of a with kind of a question that maybe that 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 you know I don't know I don't know. You may have been you know you may have already a- answered this a million times. What is okay. one misconception about instead that you've always wished that you could sort of like if there was a way to sort of like hey I'm gonna set this right because I'm tired of people thinking this or I'm tired of. Like, what's, like, maybe one thing, or there could be a few, but I'm just wondering. Yeah, it's tough, because Instead's legacy is a, is a very a very odd thing. Our recorded legacy isn't great, in my opinion. People get mad at me for saying that. Some people, fans, you know. But I think when you're introducing old hardcore to, to the newer generation that wasn't around to see us live, I think there's a big drop off between seeing Instead Live to what Instead Recorded was. Would you agree with that? Well, I see that's the thing is that um from an outsider's perspective and I think that this happens with art all the time. To me, mm-hmm. it's like Bonds of Friendship is great. The 7 Inch is great. What we believe is great. So all those shows were were was was a way to have that like like I I never like thought about like and this is this this is just me as a as a like I, I like listening to music fan person yeah, to yeah. me it was all great I didn't and so it, it wasn't like oh man I wish they would have recorded more because I was just so happy to have what I had and happy to have seen you guys. Happy to have been friends with you guys. So, right. I mean, that that's the thing. You, and we've talked about, like, like, like you have, you were in it. And so your perspective is... It's hard to be objective, right? Like from right. where I sit, right? So I think you're probably more critical of, you, of the, the stuff you write, the stuff that you film, than anyone else. Right, right. Some, you know I mean? Sometimes. Um. So for me, you know, um, that's that's the one thing I wish we had left behind a, a, a better recorded legacy. Neither, neither here nor there. That's really not the, the point of your question. I think one of the biggest misconceptions about Instead is that we were a youth crew band. We weren't. We were a punk band first. We were a hardcore band first. Um, I think maybe we evolved into more of a youth crew style band than we had started as. But if you listen to Bonds of Friendship, that's not a youth crew band, right. you know. Like, um, obviously, we had a couple other songwriters when we first started, and said that were not with us when we, by the time we started touring and doing bigger shows. 
but I think that's one of the things people kind of, oh, instead of the youth crew band, not, not really. I would, I would say we were more of a posy band than a youth crew band. Um, I'm trying to think here. There, I felt like there was something else. Well, but, but, but even within that, like, like I, in my estimation of like a punk band and stuff like that, like, like I, I didn't look at you guys as a youth crew band. I didn't look at you guys as a punk band. Like, it, like to me, it was this is Orange County hardcore. This is right. like if you, it's it's like sick of it all. Like, like, like if I was going to give people, hey, here's a band. If you want to know what to me is great hardcore, and like if you met these guys, you would come away feeling as good as you felt just hearing them as a as a recorded outfit. Listen to instead. So, right. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's the biggest thing too. And, and, and you saw some of this, like we would play with anybody, anywhere, anytime. Yep. We didn't care if you were, you know, like a, a street punk band. We didn't care if you were youth of the day, you know, like we just like to us, it was all relative and we were all part of the same team, the same scene, you know? And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, like I said, going back to your, your original question, which is I think that's kind of a misconception. I think the other misconception is that we're all super positive guys, you know, like this guy, not so much. <laughs> um, I mean, I can be for sure, but overall, like these were guys I grew up with and I started a band with, and, you know, Kevin's the voice of that, right? Yes, we were heavily influenced by Seven Seconds, Uniform Choice, Solid 13. That's, to me, very the very obvious one. But for me personally, like, I love negative approach. Right. I love the abuse. Um, I also liked a bunch of English punk, as did Kevin. But if I, if I was building my own band from the start, it definitely wouldn't have been instead. You know what I mean? And that's not, I'm not embarrassed or ashamed of it. I'm proud to have been part of it. It's just, I think everybody's like, oh, those guys are a bunch of, you know, posy nerds. Not really, you know. Right. Um, yeah, so take that for one. Now, you, you know, uh, you can see more of my personality, I think, in the Alligators or in the, you know, the first two Amendment 18 records than instead. My influence on it. Even though I had a lot to do with writing it instead, I was writing to the people I was with. Whereas I, Amendment I, 18, yeah. I was kind of expressing myself. You know what I mean? Well, and I, I think I think with yeah. you, it was like I I think with instead it was those hardcore ethos, like like like, and I think that that is maybe sometimes that's what gets kind of confused with posy or youth crew. Whereas if you if if you really know about hardcore, like there really is a lot of positive good things about it, and that doesn't and just because like I'm saying, oh Ma, oh Mahoney, the man in black. He, in many ways, in in his songwriting and in his and in the way that he presents his bands and in the and in the things that he's writing about, he is encapsulating that. And it's it's like what you said about yourself. You know, it's not like you're like this some positive person yeah. all the time. And yeah. but you're a great guy. And instead, was a band of four great guys. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. At the end of the day, you know, like we just wanted to meet people, hang out with people, get people into our shows for free. We weren't looking for, you know, some crazy payday. Like 
if we can get a hundred people into our show for free, then let's get it. Oh, and we'll sell it out and we'll still get our sellout bonus. So it's all good. <laughs> now, um, odd question. This may seem like an odd question just because the timing isn't, isn't the same, but when, when the offspring happened, you know, like, and I mean, cause obviously there was a time when they were on Epitaph and there, there, there wasn't the interest that there eventually was in them. But when they right. finally, 1994, and they're everywhere, and they're on Epitaph, you guys had been broken up, but what was it like for you, like, being on the same label as this band that is suddenly this huge band, or did that, like, did you even care? Was it, was it? I, I, I didn't, you know, we, um... Did you get your whole question out? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. You were great. In fact, I think I may have cut you off earlier, and I apologize. So, no, no, no. Um, You're used to it. For me, like, The Offspring were always a way more melodic band than we were, right? Um, The singer could sing. You know, I guess some people would argue that fact. But the singer could sing. Kevin could not. You know, um, Kevin was a... a, a, um, What's the word I'm looking for? He was a uh, just a, a, a he was charismatic on stage, you know. And I'm not saying that that uh, Brian slash Dexter wasn't. They're just two totally different people. But in the way that they were different from a musical standpoint, of course, Offspring had way more of a chance. Now, did I see that coming? Absolutely not. But uh, I remember I went to a, a Bugazi show in the desert and some of the offspring guys were, were uh, either in the same car I was in or, or I think they were in the same car I was in. Either way, whether it was, you know, us talking at, at the, the show in the, in the desert or in the car ride up there, they were asking me how I felt about it. And I was like, Oh, you know, they were super good to me. You know, like I know that people want to, you know, like, be like, oh, sellouts and blah, blah, blah. But they were, no label ever treated us better. Well, Big Frank, of course, treated us great. But by, you know, basically they were the same, just with more money and more interest. Right. You know what I mean? So um, I did not have a bad thing to say. And the next thing I know, they're, you know, they signed with them and, uh, and, and the world changed for them. Good for them. 